Hey everyone, welcome to Unstoppable. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. and my passion is seeing you experience life transformation. Every week on this show, I will bring you inspirational stories of some of the most unstoppable people on the planet. I can't wait to share these stories with you and I hope that you'll share them with your friends. If you're looking to join the Unstoppable community and receive weekly lessons challenging you to live your best life, why don't you join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Okay, let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Podcast. I'm Ralph Graves Jr. And today I am flying solo. Decided to do this one by myself. And um, I wanted to talk to you guys today about uh, something I've discovered called the Penelope Syndrome. And I also want to talk about resilience. We'll talk about the Penelope Syndrome uh, and, and resilience. Uh, first of all, resilience is defined as the ability to recover or adjust easily to a misfortune or a change. So um, resilience, we're going to talk about the ability to recover from or adjust easily to a misfortune or a change. But before we do, I want to talk about the Penelope syndrome, Penelope syndrome. Um, Penelope is a gerbil or a hamster. Remember those little gerbils or Hamsters, you be you were able to get at the pet stores when we were kids. Um, and if you got a gerbil, um, at first it was uh, cute. It was a cute gerbil. You know, a um, friend of mine got a gerbil, named it Penelope. That's where I got this story from. And at first she was adorable, running on the wheel in her cage for hours, week after week. But after about a week, the novelty wore off. And she ate and she ran on the wheel. She slept. She ran on the wheel. You, you get the picture. Penelope was just always running on the wheel. She would break to do something and then she would just run back on the wheel again. Um, and before the disruption, I like to call, that happened globally in the last two years, I call it the disruption. Before the disruption, it seems like a lot of us were like Penelope. I know I was. I'd wake up check my phone, we wake up, check our phones, go to work, check our phones, react our way through the insanity of an inbox, then we check our phones, we stay busy, we go back to checking our phones, we sleep and we do it all over again. Some days were great, some days were crappy, and most <laughs> were somewhere in between. But were we getting anywhere? Or were we just running in circles? You see, it's easy to get carried away with being busy. We're, we're good at being busy or even looking busy, reacting through life, not achieving what's most important to you. I know before this disruption, it seems like I know I, I was just reacting through life. And um, I got a chance to pause. I got a chance to decide that um, I'm going to start achieving what was most important to me. and. Um, Maybe you came to that conclusion too. You know, it, it took this, unfortunately, it took this disruption to stop us in our tracks, but it's, it often takes something drastic like that to force us out of patterns, habits, and, and bad patterns like that, or Penelope syndrome, if you will. What if we could break free from the Penelope syndrome, reset permanently, and then, and then um, you know, kind of define our lives 
the way it should be? How about how about we, we begin to create a path to get there? And all the while building resilience along the way. Remember the definition of resilience is being able to bounce back or recover from a disruption or being able to recover from a negative situation in your life. First thing we have to do, we're dealing about four or five things, then we'll close it out. First thing we need to do, write this down or something, (laughs) pause it, go get a pen and paper, write this down. We need to develop a resilient mindset. A resilient mindset is a set of conscious and unconscious beliefs that impact how you see yourself. How do you see yourself, people? How do you interact with others? How do you respond in times of uncertainty? You have to figure that out. Do you panic in times of uncertainty? How much do you let the news get to you? Now, um, your mindset is literally the story you tell yourself about yourself and your life. You know, we always tell people, um, you know, we always give examples of having a proper mindset. And a lot of people don't even know the definition of mindset. Mindset is simply the story that I'm telling myself about myself and about my life. That is my mindset. What story are you telling yourself? What story are you telling yourself? Every time you hear a bit of bad news or some controversial news, what story do you begin to tell yourself when bad things happen to you? What's, what is your mindset? What's the story you begin to tell yourself? So we have to develop a resilient mindset. So first, it helps to understand your brain and, and how it interprets your stories. The, the human brain is built to protect you from threats. It has evolved to over, overestimate the negative and underestimate the positive. That's why you see so many negative people around us. And maybe there are times where you think negative first before you really uh, see the positive and understand that they're positive things. You know, life is always going to have layoffs and, and uh, um, you know, bad economies. Death is involved in life, believe it or not. We've all been bombarded with all kinds of negative messages. These things put our brains on high alert, looking and scanning for more threats to pounce and more threats to be afraid of. But you have to set your mindset. Your story, your story could also be one of strength. It doesn't always have to be the story of negativity. Woe is me, I'm the victim. Your story could be one of strength. Think about it. You survived the worst things that have ever happened to you up until this point. You have survived. You're undefeated. You have survived every last one of them. You've lost loved ones. You faced career setbacks. You've had your heart broken. You've had your share of disappointments. I know I have. But here we are. You're you're still standing. You're listening to this podcast. You're stronger. You're smarter. You're more determined than ever before. You can look back, back with perspective now and, and see how you've grown. So don't be afraid to change that mindset from a, a, a negative one to a positive one. Um, don't overestimate the negative. Bad things in this world, as long as we're alive, bad things are going to happen. But also don't underestimate the positive. Don't underestimate the positive. Listen, our beliefs drive our behavior. I say it all the time. Uh, If your story is negative, you will operate out of a place of fear. If your mindset is negative, you will operate out of a place of fear. That that This will shrink your short-term memory, make it more difficult to focus and regulate your emotions when we do that. But on the flip side, if you view this as one example of how adversity will not defeat you, this is this is I'm building my resilience. This negativity, this adversity will not defeat me. 
you're more likely to take action. You know, I kind of, my nephew plays uh, collegiate football and they're, they're not having a particularly great season. He's doing okay, but they're not having a particularly great season. And I text him, I said, nephew, listen to me. Um, you guys may have lost the game. You lost the game, but you're not defeated. Listen, family, just because we get some losses and some setbacks doesn't mean we're defeated. All right. We're still here. So we're not defeated. Point number two, point number two in building resilience, get clear on your priorities. Are you clear on your priorities? Are, are, why, why complain about the challenges of juggling work at home and in home? Get clear on your pri priorities. You know, we have become efficient at prioritizing our schedules, at least we think we have, right? Scheduling our priorities seem to have taken a backseat. I often say this, there's no such thing as priorities. There is a priority. There's, you know, what is the priority? What is the thing that I must do next? So take time, be deliberate, be intentional about how you invest your time. Um, you know, if you have to reconnect with family and friends, you know, whatever you have to do, but be deliberate, be deliberate about scheduling your time, be deliberate and intentional about how you invest your time. Time is short. You know, you, you go down to the, um, we used to call them old folks homes. We don't call them that anymore. I think it's politically incorrect. Go down to the nursing home. Talk to some of the 70 and 80 year old and 90 year olds that are there and they'll tell you how fast life is. So, um, you, you, you really have to get clear on your what is the priority of the moment and uh, schedule it, get it done. Do what you must do. It's about building resilience. Point number three, find unlikely gratitude. The most resilient people proactively cultivate positive emotions like gratitude and optimism. Be grateful. You may not have what you want. You may not. We, we say in church, you. Um, may not be what you want to be, but we thank God we're not what we used to be, right? So find some unlikely gratitude. It may not be the car you want, but you have a car. It may not be the transportation you seek, but you have transportation. It may not be the meal you want, but you're eating it. We're talking about, but you're able to eat. So we're talking about building resilience, building resilience. Now, listen, family, optimism doesn't mean that you see the world through rose-colored glasses. That's not what it means. It means you are deliberate about the way you interpret the adversity in your life. I don't see the world through rose-colored glasses. I just got to be careful how you interpret the adversity that comes in your life. Adversity is coming. You know, I feel like Noah sometimes, you know, it's, it's going to rain. <laughs> adversity is coming. So how will we see that adversity? What will we allow that adversity to produce in us? It's how do you interpret the adversity in your life? Every situation, especially the, the, the crappy ones, cruddy ones, they provide an opportunity for you to choose the interpretation. That's what they provide. Um. Point number four, I've heard the saying before and I had to kind of dig through it, swim towards your lighthouse. When you learn to swim in the ocean, you're taught to aim for an immovable object. You know, if you ever fall out of a boat or if you ever get caught out at sea at the beach, swim toward an immovable object like a buoy or a lighthouse so that regardless of where the current may move, uh, there is something steady to aim for. So have something to aim for. Have something to aim for. Unfortunately, many people have lost their way. They, they don't even know what they're aiming for. They're, they're, they're Penelope. They work 
They come home, they check their phones. They work, they come home, they check. They just don't even know what they're aiming at anymore, right? So many people, I've seen many people lost their way, simply reacting to the waves and tides in the tides of life. Life is more about reacting. Life's about achieving. A lighthouse, a lighthouse is the calm in the storm that keeps you moving in the right direction. So when we say swim towards your lighthouse, swim towards something that, that uh, uh, something, uh, a goal. You have, you can have little lighthouses um, that that you look forward to, like a vacation. I'm going to keep pressing until I get to my vacation or a certain date night if you're dating or something. Uh, other lighthouses are bigger. They, they can guide you. Uh, we, we call it the North Star. They, they're, the, they're the things that guide my daily behavior. It can be your purpose. It can be your why. That's the North Star. That's the lighthouse that you're swimming to. All right. That's no matter what it comes your way, you're swimming toward that lighthouse. Um, number five. Practice mind over moment, mind over moment. This is, um, this is, I think it's fairly new to me. It's fairly new to me. Mind over moment. It's a science-based strategy um, that, that utilizes mindfulness to help you become aware of your thoughts, mind over moment. So become aware of your thoughts, be aware of your feelings, your habits, your behaviors in the moment in order to steer yourself toward a better response and outcome. It means being proactive. It means being deliberate about the choices you make and the habits you practice throughout your workday, throughout your, your work month, your work week, whatever, your, your year, your entire life. Practice mind over moment, over moment. Here's, here's something that, that, you know, what do you mean, Graves? Well, let me, let me, let me show you. Um, practicing mind over moment looks something like, um, tame your negative self-talk. All right. You know, the little voice that tells you what you can't do, tame that negative self-talk. Um, another way to practice mind over moment, interpret your emotions. All right. Remember emotions are, are, are information or, are, you know, is information set to your brain creates an emotion, interpret your uh, emotion. You know, interpret your emotion before the reaction comes. Um, an, another way to practice mind over moment and building resilience is, you know, go. Now this is this is probably, you know, going to be hard for you. Go screen free for 30 minutes before bed and after you awake. Don't jump on the phone as soon as you wake up. Don't fall asleep scrolling. Go screen free. I don't know. You know what I started doing? Let me let you in a little secret. I started listening to affirmations sometimes. I start listening to, you know, I put on my, my headphones. And I start listening to some affirmations, you know, kind of fall asleep on some good notes. I'm a Bible reader, so I'll read the Bible, you know. So I fall asleep on, on some promises that, that God has made me, I'm, you know. But, but whatever you need to do, go screen free for 30 minutes before bed and after you awake. Don't jump on that phone as soon as you wake up. That's bad business. Don't, don't do that. Let it go. It, it, it can wait. Get yourself a nice breakfast. I don't know. Um, do some yoga, do some stretching, you know, reset your central nervous system. Good friend of mine, Elizabeth Kristoff talks about that. Go check out a previous episode. I don't know what episode number that is here, but reset your nervous system before you get on the phone, before you start getting on the screen. Then another practicing mind over moment, laugh. It's okay to laugh. 
I mean, you know, I like to laugh. I mean, 21st century, especially the last few years, there's nothing to laugh about. You better find something to laugh about. All right. Laughter, laughter is good for the soul. You have to find, if you can't find something to laugh about, laugh at yourself. I laugh at myself constantly. I laugh at myself all the time. <laughs> and finally, in this practice of mind over a moment to help build um, resilience is express, again, express gratitude. Why does it keep coming back to gratitude? Express gratitude. Here's another little trick. Before you go to bed, have a little gratitude book next to your bed, right? Just write down five things you're thankful for that day, or just three things, and go to bed with those on your mind. Express gratitude. Take time to express appreciation to your family, to your friends. Start a gratitude practice, right? Savor the good moments. Deliberately, you know, sit in those moments that, that, are, that are good moments, right? Sit there. And this helps you train your brain to keep an eye out for the positive that allows you to build resilience. That's what this was about. Tough times are here. Tough times may come. Thank God for the good times. But if we're going to be unstoppable, we have to build resilience. That means that we're able to see the positive in adversity and that we're able to recover quickly from adversity. So, guys, I just wanted to put that out there today. Um, thanks for listening to this podcast. This podcast has been brought to you by Revitavive uh, Hydration. If you're in the South Jersey area, go get uh, Revitavive. I, I do it all the time. I, I get the IV treatments with the vitamin C and, and I get the, ding, the, the, the zinc and the D and all that kind of stuff. I love it. Also, too, go check out my daughter's website. JLareyPhotography.com. J L E R A E Photography.com. Some phenomenal wall art for your offices and for your home. That's my daughter. So I had to uh <laughs> had to shout her out. If you haven't already, go over to RalphGraveJr.com and uh, join the unstoppable community, posting videos every week. We're just growing together, just growing together. Thanks for listening to the podcast, guys. I'll see you next time. My name is Ralph Graves Jr. Let's be unstoppable together. God bless. Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this unstoppable conversation. I want to make a special invitation to you to join the conversation. Every week, we record these conversations live on Fireside. It's a platform that gives you the opportunity to engage with and ask questions to your favorite podcast live. If you want to join us on Fireside and ask our guests the questions you have about their story, head to firesidechat.com backslash Ralph Graves Jr. and click request access. This is your chance to join the interview. Also, guys, I want to invite you to join the unstoppable community at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Every week I share challenging lessons and reflection questions so that you can see the transformation in your life that you know is coming. If you can take just 30 minutes of your week to reflect on these questions, I guarantee you'll be on your way to living the unstoppable life you were made for. Join me at ralphgravesjr.com backslash community. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on Unstoppable with Ralph Graves Jr.